Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike Munzneider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. This week on the show, we're talking about Milton Martinez and his Demolition part, as well as Primitive's new full-length video, Encore. But before we get into the show, I want to invite all you guys to send in what you're stoked on. Um, just record a voice memo on your phone with whatever you're stoked on and send it to mostlyskateboarding at gmail.com. We're going to share the stoke next week for our Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, we really look forward to hearing from you guys. Be sure to identify yourself in the audio so everyone knows who you are and where you're from uh, before you let us know what you're stoked on. Uh, now on to the show. Right after I finished posting last week's show, Primitive unleashed Encore into the internet. It's a 46-minute traditional skate video with full parts, slow-mo, titles, and a ton of bangers. Jason, what's your take on Encore? Well, listen, this is, you know, totally in my wheelhouse. Uh, you know, just straight-ahead, progressive, lead skating. So I was psyched on it in a way. And, you know, like, stay with me now. Like, it kind of reminded me of Questionable, only in that some of the tricks seem fucking literally impossible. Like, all that, well, the new redhead kid or whatever, Giovanni, like, doing cavalarial shit into rails i thought was impossible that like not backside nolly heel nose grind on a rail seems impossible it seems like they went around the world to try and find like the littlest rails they could to do like the wildest tech shit on which is pretty tight and yeah wade footage is you know is always really special i thought i wish there was a little bit more footage of those uh those two slovaks because they're two of my favorite skaters, but I think one of them, Marek, I think had a, like a full part, like a going pro part earlier in the year. So can't really complain about that. I don't know. What y'all think? I mean, I'll step up and say that I'm a huge fan of like little, not necessarily little, but like low stair count rail skating. I don't know. It's kind of like a, a, it's, it's, I think we've seen enough big ass rails in the past 25 years or whatever, where like it's kind of, it's definitely a different game. So I think of that Philly rail that like Jake Johnson's flip back tailed. Um, it's kind of, kind of the, the right range of little rails. And yeah, like the backside nollie heel fakey nose grind. I know the thrasher put up, uh, it was definitely on Twitter. Maybe they said it on their Instagram too, that it's like one of the best tricks ever. And they caught some flack for it. Like dude saying what seriously, but, um, yeah, like you were saying, Jason, that trick's impossible. I keep running like the math in my head on how you even how do you even put that down? Like I just it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a wild one. Even on a ledge, for just... real, like blind. Uh, yeah, again, if 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 you're a, if you've done a backside nollie heel or even tried some, think about doing that. Um, yeah, it just sets the bar on like. I guess you'd call it the primitive type of skating now that like, you know, swishy pants, new shoes, white, white ledges in Greece. Uh, it, it, yeah. They, they are the best at what they do. Oh yeah. Speaking of pants, uh, you know, like I always say, you know, circles, bro, life fucking moves in circles. It seems like the pants have come full circle back to like 1990. Because all like the the new kids on the team, like the skate prodigies or whatever, they all wear those baggy cutoffs. Yes, I know. I know it's in my contract that I have to talk about pants every week, but 
Yeah, I thought, I thought that was cool. Fans have finally come full, full circle. Yeah, they feel yeah, I mean, a little I, more tailored, a little more put together than the 90s. Like, uh, like we were just wearing like size 40 pants and a size 32 waist, but these are like size 32 waist pants with yeah, yeah, yeah. huge legs. So it, it's like a little, it's a, yeah, it's like a modern take on the 90s baggy pants vibe. Yeah, I, I was thinking more like, 1990 like you know 1991 when like just like the kids who were really good started wearing like baggy pants and stuff like kind of a like danny Sargent or whatever not holy goofy boy but yeah, not 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 really goofy boy like back like when that shit just starting to pop off a little bit i feel you so i know like one thing that stuck out to me is that there's been departures from primitive no more Die- diego nahara nick tucker kind of quietly went into the night when it comes to primitive Shane O'Neill's obviously not on there. Does this team, um, in your guys' opinion, like, does this team stack up? Is it still, I mean, I guess I've already said Primitive's the best at what it does, but it, is it as good as it was a year, year and a half ago when the last video never came out? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I didn't even notice that those guys weren't there. You know, like, they weren't missed at all. Video clocked in at 46 minutes or something like that. That's like a... You know, for me, that's pushing it on my attention span. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I didn't miss him. Uh, the new guy, Giovanni, uh, is super sick. I love a good surprise. Uh, some unexpected people doing unexpected things. It's kind of like the best thing a skate video can do or can have. Uh, so I was really stoked about that. In that same vein, you got to shout out Frankie Villani because, like, uh, I'm pretty sure he's the only dude who used to ride for Zero who now rides for Primitive. Like he's a he's a sick part of the team. Just in that, yeah, brings something unexpected, but like works a little yeah. the right flavor additive. That was a good way to start off the video, like something a little different for all the creative kids out there. Yeah, I mean, to me, Frankie Frankie Villani is the whole package. He's tech. He's gnar. Uh, he's kind of a weirdo, which I think like the best skateboarders are or like that's kind of in the skateboarder dna uh and then he can end off his part with a insane king pan rail so yeah the whole package perfect skater uh in my book not like my favorite skater but like you know checks all the boxes and is rad yeah there's there's a lot going on here man it's, it's kind of like uh like trilogy where i'm gonna have to watch it a few times to really process it because there's so many people in the vid and they all rip like Miles Silvis, you know, almost like forgotten about fucking switchback side heel Wallenberg. Yeah. Which is, you know, almost like an afterthought, which is fucking insane. Well, I mean, that Hollywood high 16 switchback lip, I mean, for that earth shaking of a trick, God, he did it casual and like. Yeah, there, he did some heavy shit that was just so... I don't know. He did it so low-key. It's crazy that he's able to do it that way. And I, oh, yeah, go ahead. be like a footnote. Not a footnote. He's not a footnote on the video. But, like, yeah, there was a lot, there's a lot of stuff to, to deal with, including what he did. I think that's the problem with a full-length video is there's so much... You're, like, overshadowing yourself. You know, each one of these guys could have put out a Thrasher part and Primitive could have owned, you know, a couple of months of Thrasher Fridays. So 
almost seems like a waste to make a full length these days. Just in terms, if I have like one gripe, not a gripe exactly, but a question, I guess it was with like the ordering of the parts because it was so kind of bookended. The beginning and the ending were really heavy, like the Carlos Ibiero part coming in second part, which isn't normally where you put such a flamethrower. I feel like like that part was so incredible with that backside nollie eel nose grind, like it set the bar really high for what came next. So. Yeah, just wondering about some of the ordering, but yeah, it's tough when you've got that much ripping and that many dudes to to get in there, and yeah. and Jen Soto as well, who we were stoked to see. Yeah, yeah, those, those guys really like those uh those two benches in Portugal, right? It looks like a perfect spot. Oh yeah, yeah, like Ribeiro fucking like a switch flip back nose one on that thing, damn dude. Was that switch flip front blunt, switch flip backside nose blunt slide? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like we said, it's a lot to process, man. So pr- probably gonna be watching a few times o- over the winter. Yeah. So thanks for that primitive. You know, we've got uh, something <laughs> we can really sink our teeth into. Uh, so maybe in that respect, even if they're not owning uh, a month or two's worth of Thrasher Fridays, they're they're gonna own our weekends and our free time as we delve back into Encore to try and process it. As we Encore Encore. <clears throat> Exactly. I think it's cool. I think it's cool coming out with a, I mean, cooler coming out with a full video than the, uh, like the one part every three days or whatever, just to, it seems like a really kind of a cynical move to generate traffic and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really like when they obviously chop up a full length video, but if you make each video part its own thing, I think that could be cool. Yeah. But then that's a lot of work to, you know, come up with a new idea for every video part especially because these guys don't seem like they have like a lot of personality or like ideas beyond i'm gonna do this crazy tech trick you know they don't seem as creative as yeah a suchu i mean frankie villani is for sure but i think these guys are best uh when they're managed yeah i mean they do what they do they just like uh rip ledges and wear swishy pants, and that's it. It's pretty tight. Yeah. I think uh, when I was watching the video, I, I wrote down in the notes, Trent McClung is the standout McClung. And then uh, when the credits rolled, I noticed that Taylor McClung is now the team manager. So we really only have two McClungs to deal with in skateboarding now. <laughs> Trent what? McClung and Trevor McClung? Plan B McClung? I believe so. Shit, he's also really good. Etnies McClung. The Etnies McClung. I'm going to look this up right now. Well, he's I'm like, like, yeah, Gnarly McClung, and then Trent McClung is like Feet McClung, because he, I don't know what it is, but like he just, his feet, just like, that's all I watch, and it's rad, and his legs are cool angle. Feet McClung, that's kind of a tight nickname. <laughs> no, I fuck with uh, Trent McClung now. Like, he's sick. Like, if, if they were the... Oh, yeah. If they were the Manning family, Trent would be Peyton, Taylor would be Eli. Like I still fuck with Taylor skating from when he was on DGK or whatever. And uh, I guess Trevor would be Cooper. <laughs> Cooper Manning. Cooper Manning. Okay. Forgotten Manning. Yeah, very. I'm just gonna have to take your word for it on the sports <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I thought Taylor was like some new like Lucy. Like we were gonna get a a, a secret part, you know? His, his footage started out strong. Just saying. 
Did he get injured or something? I think he might have gotten injured. I don't know what I'm thinking of. But if the next time a Taylor McClung part comes out, I'm going to be like, ah, Taylor McClung is the best McClung. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to say that every time a McClung puts something out because, yeah, I really just can't tell the difference. And I that, think Trent's got. I think Trent's got his market cornered. I'll say that. I'll stand for feats. <laughs> All right. You know, we've been talking for a little while, and nobody's mentioned Tiago. Yeah, I know. Damn, we kind of we kind of talked about him a bunch last week, right? Like he's obviously the best. Like everyone knows he's the best, regardless of whoever. So yeah. Or so. And his part yeah, came yeah. out independently of the of the video. So it almost feels like uh, he wasn't part of the video, even though he had the curtains. Uh, maybe if, I, I, I totally agree with that. Sodi play, like we'll give this part to Thrasher early, and um, you know maybe maybe they'll smile upon Tiago. <laughs> you got to play to win. You got to make your Sodi play and just uh, let, let the cards fall where they may, I guess. But yeah, it's same thing here. Like I was just watching it earlier, and like I didn't even watch that part. I just kind of went skip through to the credits but i'll probably rewatch it for sure and I, I i have heard things where um like seeing as how primitive did ultimately just release the video on their youtube page like i i have heard things where uh brands sometimes do their best to throw thrasher a bone when they're gonna do something independent so <laughs> i i have no no, uh, no reporting to base that on, but there, there, there could be. Well, there's obviously politics at play, soda, soda par- politics, etc. Everybody's got to pay tribute to uh, <laughs> to Thrasher. <laughs> you got, you got, you got to pay to play. You got to. Yep. We kind of worked out. I, I made the note. No Tiago answers, but uh, whose uh, whose part was your favorite in Encore? Um, damn, probably. Wade, just because, like, he, yeah, just because this footage is so special. I think Wade or Carlos Ribeiro, it was fucking unbelievable. For me, it was Giovanni uh, Vienna. I love a surprise. I love the unexpected. And he just looks cool on a skateboard. He does a lot of cool tricks. He's got that modern vibe with the baggy pants and everything. So that, that was my favorite part, for sure. I'm, I'm sure I'll watch that again. Just looks cool on a skateboard is always a good argument. Um, I think I'm going to go with Carlos just because he's crazy. Cause sometimes it like I watch him and I think he's skating incredibly way too slow, but I realize he's like a big dude. So he's probably not. And he's also doing incredible stuff. Um, all that said, like, yeah, just the totality of the stuff he did, like, you know, that switch front blunt switch flip backside nose blunt. Yeah. The dude's next level. Just if, if you want like the pure ledge tech, like, shoot it into your veins that's the dude (laughs) for sure uh one thing i wanted to bring up about the primitive video that we didn't talk about was the fact that p-rod wasn't in it except for one switch 360 flip in the credits i know he said on the nine club that he wasn't going to do another full uh, full length ever again um seems to be sticking to it but it's a little disappointing to just not get anything i think just for the record he had a trick on that portuguese bench in the very beginning yeah oh, it, was like a, it was like a switch heel switch truck or some shit like that sounds about right i can't even recognize p-rod without titles so that's <laughs> my bad what did the dime video do to you <laughs> well the dime video i was kind of like oh, it's a little excessive now guys i just can't be pleased sorry everyone but what was pleasing to me 
this week was Milton Martinez demolition part. We all knew it was coming. We knew it was going to be gnarly. But when it hit the web, Milton Martinez demolition part uh, melted faces all over. Mike, how's your face? How are you feeling about this video part? Face is pretty good. I would say that if you're going to telegraph like the 2019 Skater of the Year, Thrasher Magazine Skater of the Year, and they've been telegraphing it for quite a while. It seems like there's been rumors about that car wash kickflip. Like, there are far worse ways to do it than what Milton Martinez did. That part was incredibly gnarly. I thought it was honestly cool. I, I, I marinated for a little while, and it, and it came to me. Like, I mean, it really is just like straight demolition. And like, I feel like dudes not quite of Milton Martinez caliber will like throw in like a Smith grind kickflip on like a bleacher bench or like a frontside tail slide heel flip in like some line. But no, he doesn't mess around. It's everything's like tricks as big as you can do them. And uh, yeah, I mean, that car wash kickflip like lived up to expectations and I think exceeded them would be fair to say. So I'm not I'm not at all mad at that video part and i'd say if i if i have one last thing to add that ollie into the velodrome bank would feel amazing what did you guys think i, I don't see what the big deal is like it's just a bunch of ollies and shit <laughs> no i mean no seriously um push it to the limit he should have skated to um that push it to the limit song from scarface damn yeah. that would have been sick yeah he fucking pushed it to the limit dude like he he was uh fuck like he was really going for it man i mean what can you say like I like the my favorite trick was the uh, Nolly Big Spin heel flip in a full pipe. Like how do you even like uh, think of that? That's it's a crazy that's a crazy one to even. That was extremely bouncy too, like floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did he did that really well. But uh, yeah, like he didn't like you say he didn't put any BS. Like you know like every like uh, rail dude has some like all right I gotta get a tech trick from a part. Like let me do like a Smith Grind kick flip or like he didn't even put like a rocket switch flip over a gap or some shit. It was uh. Yeah, it's pretty gnar, man. It's pretty uh, on brand for Thrasher. You could see why, uh, like in the interview or whatever, in the latest one, you could see why Burnett is uh, pretty much like enamored with him and shit. Yeah, I thought the part was fucking awesome. And I didn't really pick up on the fact that he didn't have one of those tech tricks in there just to show that he can do tech tricks. But I think it's like super tasteful to not include those because whenever I see them, I'm like, you're just pandering. That's not how you want to skate. Just like when I see park skaters skating rails, it's like, dude, that's cute. Go back to the skate park. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, fully agree on the velodrome. That was like one of the pieces that really caught my eye. Uh, I never knew the velodrome was really that fucking steep. Uh, Yeah, they're gnarly. That's insane. And yeah, that kickflip was amazing. And it seemed really like joyous. You know, a lot of times you see somebody do a gnarly trick and they're like put their middle finger up at the spot or like throw their board or something like that. And like it was just all joy. You know, it almost felt like a collaboration between Milton and the bank instead of like a battle against the spot. It was like a skate and create moment instead of a skate and destroy moment. Wow. Who say yup? Someone someone mentioned this on Twitter. I think it was a. Uh... At Scott Morton, I think, from Skate Twitter. Who said yup when he was in midair on the me? Like, what's yeah, up? somebody mentioned that it might have been Figgy. Huh. I kind of liked the yup. I, I thought uh kind of put a little personality into it. What did you guys think? I, I mean, I'd say just almost sidebar, but on the yup. I did notice in the primitive video, and 
shit. I'm even trained with it where like you don't cheer immediately after a dude lands a trick on film. Right. Like I think we're like there's definitely things that are trending away from that. See the dime video, see I mean the the supreme stuff like there's definitely a movement away from that. Not so in the primitive video. So yeah, yup, super rad. And I mean, the way he catches it, like it's like his back leg is all cocked up to actually like because you need to catch it ready to go under the bank. So the back knee's co- cocked. Like I could see saying yup. And I mean, if you're watching that and you and like it clicks, it looks right in your head. I don't know how you don't say yup. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's cool that that he smoked a cig after. Got to mellow out, man. Yeah, got to mellow, mellow out. out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if ever anyone deserved a uh, after life changing trick smoke, that was a uh, that was it. I wonder what what brand he smokes. He seems like a Marlboro man. I was True. gonna yeah. say Mar. Yeah, Marlboro. I'm not sure about Argentine smoke brands, but uh, Marlboro's got pretty uh, international. Uh, yeah, they're international. Whatever. Yeah. Well, and he also broke his leg trying to skate that thing. So. Yeah, sometimes we don't really have the whole story on tricks when, you know, you don't take a devastating injury skating something in the years prior. But, uh, yeah, it's just rad all around. Like, having some context on that actually adds to the elation upon riding away, the victory cigarette, all of that. Like, it all fits together, and it's all pretty sick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the video clocked in at, like, 10 minutes. And I remember a time when a, a video part was, like, 3 but a three-minute video part would have been, you know, next to a bunch of other three-minute video parts. So I guess if you're going to stand alone and have a, a premiere for your own video part, you got to put in a little extra work to fill it out and have it be more than three minutes. But it just, that's a lot of work. Yeah, to its credit and by design, didn't feel like 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely not. There, didn't feel like there was any filler extraneous uh, bullshit. Although I would say it starts off a little bit mellow. You know, like he back 50 is like a 15 stair handrail, you know, which is gnarly, but in relative terms, pretty mellow. And then, when you know what's coming, yeah. you have a very strong hunch of what's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those uh, like premium like event thrasher videos are about 10 minutes. So like they, they all have like a little uh, little intro, a little lifestyle footage, a little credit montage. It's like its own uh, entity there. Like verse. I think Verso was about 10 minutes. Yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, that's a good point that the, that relatively mellow 15 stair back 50 was in the intro, you know, before it really gets into the heavy stuff. But you said, you know, you mentioned about expectations. I was thinking about how we've we've seen all these photos in Thrasher or a lot of the photos in Thrasher. And what would this video part have been like without those photos as a preamble? Because yeah. I always like it when video part has surprises, like I said earlier. So, like, you know, imagine if you saw that gap out to lip slide for the first time on video. I think it would, it would have more impact than seeing the photo and then, you know, expecting the, vid- the trick in the video. What do you think? Uh, photo before footage or footage before photo? I mean, ideally, you get the footage out beforehand just because well ideally you get a mix and you know now i'm gonna be your uh, strategic communications planner but no ideally you get the footage out first just because i think that the experience of a photo is just different than watching something on video yeah i vote footy first what yeah. about you jason yeah same i mean that would have been crazy 
but like but that's just how they plan out their content i guess like they wanted to get this issue in for the end of the year and video came out you know at the strategic time so that's how it goes i guess but like everyone would have posted it on instagram anyway like the second it came out they're like, like there's no escape anymore like there's no hardly any surprises like that in the modern world but uh yeah definitely footage before photos i think yeah and I, I think because thrasher is a magazine they just have that magazine mentality like the mag gets first dibs but i, I definitely think a video is more impactful with those surprises i remember Nigel saying that when they were filming i think the flat earth part did he have a, a part in flat earth he was filming something with ty evans and he said that they didn't even call photographers they only yeah. cared about the footage and i, I, I was like it. damn that's pretty crazy I respect it. Nigel knows what's up. <laughs> so, like, speaking of, um, you know, Thrasher as a uh, ever-lurking part of the story of this video part, there's a sentence. Uh, what what are the Milton Martinez soda odds? I know we, we, we talked about this not that long ago, but it seems, I don't know, now that I've seen the video part, it seems like he's pretty well poised to do it. Any dissent on that? What are what are the odds? Like uh, whatever odds have to be that like if you bet a hundred bucks, you get like a nickel. <laughs> like like I don't one, see how they could give it to anybody else like at this one point. One to fifty or something. Is that how it goes? Yeah, something like that. You're saying it's a sure bet. I yeah. think so. If if you bet five hundred dollars, you'll probably get fifty cents if you win. Yeah, I mean after seeing that. I think I'd be bummed if Suchu got it. Like I'd be like Milton got robbed. Like that part was gnarly. I'll I'll definitely watch the Milton part. Well, I don't know. Verso had that high rewatchability factor because you had to like you know think about it and catch all the little things. And Milton's is just pure gnarlitude that you can pretty much get on first viewing. So I don't know. I just like the Milton part better maybe because I'm a simple person. Damn, really. I mean, they're both uh, extremely unrelatable, but maybe the Sushu's part, like, I mean, Versa is a, a slightly more relatable because, like, I could conceivably, if I tried for, like, 30 years, do some of the ledge that he does, but, like, uh, probably never going to ollie into, a like, a mountain. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, think uh, for, for me, it's uh, Sushu's spots are relatable and Milton's tricks are relatable. Yeah, yeah. That's, I could that's, do Milton's tricks yeah. on Suchu's spots. Like, do a nose slide and then, like, bomb, like, the side of a volcano or something. <laughs> all, that shit, all that shit was crazy. So, Templeton, I know you wrote down 17 stair wall ride. Did That's how many stairs that was? Yeah. I paused it and counted because I, I had to know. It's, it's an incredible stack of stairs. It's just massive. <laughs> yeah, we just have to laugh at it. So gnarly. Yeah, I've seen people... One or two on Twitter. I shouldn't. I shouldn't overblow it, but you know, saying a Milton Martinez Skater of the Year is like David Gonzalez Redux. But I, I really can't. I mean, okay, dudes from Latin America and they skate big shit. But I don't know. Like, I think it. I think there's a lot to say just about no matter how gnarly that part was. It was also kind of like intrinsically fun and like sketchy, but. Like, I don't know, that that double rail board slide he did where he had to, like, slip through and kind of pop over to the other side and then, like, not firecracker, but ride down a bunch of steps. Like, that looks awesome. That's the stuff I want to do. And there's, like, a David Gonzalez, like, style of gnarliness that just doesn't look like any fun. Yeah, like, Milton looks cool on a skateboard. David Gonzalez doesn't. (laughs) 
Damn. Like, just plain and simple. Cut and dry. Damn. I don't disagree, I suppose. I mean, that's not even a hot take, really, guys. Come on. Damn. <laughs> okay, nobody's picketing high-speed uh, productions. Come Milton Martinez's win. Got it. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> it was sick. And like, oh, like, all that shit he does where he, like, uh, ollies a gap onto one thing to a quick ollie. Another gap was pretty sick. Like, that giant hubba. He's, like, ollie onto it. And, like, ollie in the street yeah. and shit. That shit is cool. I like oh, I fuck with that shit a lot. Like he dropped in on like a ledge, like or a bank or whatever that had a gap, and he like dropped in Ollie the gap to like more sketchy bank to ride in. Just insane shit. Yeah, that I mean that I mean it's definitely pretty original, man. I haven't you know seen anyone come up with a video pyre with you know with those types of concepts. So you know that's pretty fucking tight. I want to give him the uh, crazy monk Steve Olson ribbon for the uh, drop in to front side. Excuse me, drop in on a roof to front side board slide down a handrail. Yes, very sick house skating. I am psyched that you guys point out that like it was really creative. The um, the more you talk about the part, like the more kind of refreshing it is, just for how gnarly it was, because it was just <laughs> potentially so brutal, but it ends up being you know more fun than not. Yeah, there's a lot of soul. It's a good way of putting it. Just it. felt good. Oh yeah. Speaking well. of feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of feeling good. Um, what are you guys stoked on this week, Mike? Uh, I am stoked on going on a skate trip to Milwaukee this weekend with a bunch of current and former Twin Cities skaters, some of whom have been skating with for like 20 plus years. I have not been on a skateboard trip in a long while. Granted, I've been able to get out to skate. It's been probably two years since, you know, even going on a road trip to another, uh, upper midwestern city so i'm psyched we're gonna go skate cream city i'm currently trying to get over a daycare cold and a tweaked back so uh send positive vibes even though this will post after after the trip is well underway but uh yeah i'm stoked to i'm stoked to go to milwaukee man oh and see some old internet friends who live in milwaukee i get the Say what up to a lot of wiskate.com guys. So should be a good time. Jason, what are you stoked on? Well, uh, we were talking about Trent McClung before. He is awake. He's of the awake uh, mindset, as are, I think, many, most of the dudes on Primitive are on Venture or Ride Venture. So very Still, woke video. Yeah, yeah. Very woke. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, everyone's, you know, fucking awake over there. So stoked on. Venture Trucks. Also, once again, stoked on mainstream entertainment, specifically The Mandalorian. This is like, I'm not going to talk much about it, but it's like basically like the Star Wars content that we wanted like our, our whole lives. Don't even care that much about Baby Yoda, but it's just like... <laughs> you give me the quick, like the, the 15 seconds on like why Baby Yoda is? We don't know yet. Okay. There's just a, bit, a little Yoda. A, a little Yoda species. Yeah, Yoda speed. Yeah, without being that guy, like it can't be actually Yoda because it, it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Blah 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 blah. blah. But anyway, stoked on Mandalorian. Also stoked on this Instagram account called Ethan Fowler Rules, like Ethan underscore Fowler underscore Rules. It's uh, you know, he was one of the like most natural rippers of all time. Like kind of like uh, 
the evolutionary Jason Lee in a way. So that Instagram is fucking amazing, especially since it kind of focuses on like the late 90s foundation Ethan Fowler shit, which I wasn't really checking for because I wasn't going to watch a foundation video in like 1998. So, yeah, I just want to see some some good skating that pretty unlike most shit these days. That Instagram account is a good one to follow. Ethan Fowler rules. Sick. We'll definitely link to that in the show notes. Side note, speaking of Ethan Fowler, uh, I talked to Tobin Yellen about Ethan Fowler in one of the early Mostly Skateboarding episodes before we had uh, my esteemed panelists. And sidebar of that sidebar, I also talked to John Cardiel about uh, the car wash, Ollie. So, um, you know, related to what we've been talking about this week. And I'll link to all that shit in the show notes, obviously. Awesome. Uh, Templeton, what are you stoked on this week? Uh, this weekend I went, or this past weekend, I went to the Portland Art Museum and saw a huge show from Hank Willis Thomas. Uh, he's a contemporary artist working in like all kinds of different mediums. Uh, his work is super cool, super powerful, uh, and super wide ranging, you know, from quilts to sculptures to, uh, digital art. Uh, he had these really cool um pieces on the wall it was like a screen print of like a protest photo where one element is uh kind of popped out and if you shine a light on the piece or take a flash photo of the piece it reveals the rest of the photo so Mm. like one of the pieces was you can see like an american flag on the on the wall and then when you take the photo or like reveal the rest of the photo it's somebody using an american flag to like attack african-american protesters so just like really powerful work dealing with race mostly so i'll link to the show notes to his website and maybe his instagram and you guys can kind of dig in but really cool powerful stuff yeah so that's what i'm stoked on and don't forget we want to hear what you're stoked on so be sure to submit a voice note letting us know what you're stoked on. Don't forget to say who you are and where you're from and send it to mostly skateboarding at gmail.com. And until then, you can catch us online. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter at mmunzenrider and on Instagram at the same handle. How about you, Jason? I wasn't smart enough to think about having the same handle everywhere. So you can find me on Twitter at carbonite1994 on the Instagram at Frozen and Carbonite and writing stuff for quartersnacks.com. Oh yeah, Mike, you forgot to plug uh, your quarter snacks writing. I'm, I, I'm a quarter snacks rookie. Both Jason and I got up in the, what, it, well, it ended up being top 10 parts, video parts of the decade with uh, top 10 videos coming out probably in the days after the show posts. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading it. I haven't had a chance yet, guys, but you guys are awesome writers, so excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, and Templeton, where can people find you on the internet? I, uh, like Jason, did not secure uh, my Instagram and Twitter handles to match, so you can find me on Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to send those voice notes. We want to hear what you're stoked on. <laughs>